The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited to have Captain Coder in the house, E. Yes, we have Marisa here. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, man, that is that's a tough question, isn't it? So I, I tell people all the time, I build websites, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's so much more than that because for me, the website is the foundation for everybody's digital marketing, for their marketing in general. So what I'm helping most of my clients do is create that foundational piece to lead people back. But in simple terms, I build really cool websites for my Really clients. cool websites. Yeah. Really cool ones. No, nothing's ever boring, right? No. Wow. Well, I'm, well, well, Speaking of, you know, <laughs> Captain Coder. I mean, who's Captain Coder? What is that? How did you come up with that name? So very long story short, um, my favorite superhero, I'm really into comics, obviously. If you can look at my Instagram for five seconds, you could tell that. And I, when I lived in the UK, I was living in Scotland, and they nicknamed me Captain America because obviously I did not sound like them. Mm, yeah. And, mm. you know, I talked about comic books and Captain America quite frequently. And then I moved back here and the agency I started working at here in town, they they had nicknames. They wanted to make it fun. <laughs> and they're like, well, what's your nickname? And I was like, um, I've been Captain America for the last two years. Can I please keep that? And they're like, no, that doesn't make any sense because, you know, you're back in the States. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a colleague of mine, she's like, why don't we call her Captain Coder? And I was like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And it just has stuck. It became my yeah. Instagram handle. I was like... And when I started my business a couple of years ago, I was like, okay, what am I going to call myself? Like, and let's get really egotistical about it. I'm going to just call myself Captain Coder. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you've heard it here. Oh my God. That's too funny that's and too cool. Yeah. So, okay. You create websites, but is a website just a website? I mean, like talk to us a little bit about a website because some people just, you know, create a website and never come back to it and update it. And yeah, even my even my business manager, oh, she cracks me up. She's like, as long as I just like, I don't know if my website's up. She doesn't care because that's not where she's driving business. But a good website should be driving traffic, should be driving leads into your business and should really be a revenue generator. Mm-hmm. And so what happens for a lot of businesses is they slap up a website. Mm-hmm. They don't do any of the work about to look into who their client is, to write the copy well enough to get people to do anything. So it becomes an online brochure. And at mm. least it's a trust source, right? Like, okay, well, they have a website and it doesn't look half bad. 
<laughs> so therefore they're a real legitimate business. But a good website can really provide traffic. And you think about a lot of my clients have businesses online. That's your storefront. Mm-hmm. And so you need people to make that buying decision just by going through your website. And that's what I help a lot of my customers do and understand that websites should be about driving conversions. It should be about bringing people into your sphere and connecting with people as a human being because we're in a totally different virtual space. Yeah. And that's the first place people will go to learn about you is your website. And if they don't know who you are, they don't get a vibe for the human behind the brand. Mm. Man, it's so hard to get people to come back. Mm. So that's why my bank account looks like it does is because <laughs> you've been making all these websites to convince me to spend money. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Guilty. That makes sense. <laughs> so what are some of the key elements in a really great website? Oh, man, that's a great question. The first thing is always, always the copywriting. Everything starts with the words on the page. I mean, when you think about what, why you're making a decision, you're not making a decision based on what colors people use or even what pictures are chosen. Sometimes that helps. But I mean, you look at Amazon and we're making choices whether or not we're going to buy that even less on the picture that's on that page and more by what the description is and what the reviews are. Correct. So we're reading and that it's the same thing with, I work with a lot of service providers. So the copy and telling people, hey, I understand your problem because that's the only reason people buy anything. Well, I mean, I bought a keyboard today and I didn't need it. So See? that's fair. But <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the most part, most people are buying something because they perceive they have a problem, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking on Google. They're trying to find an answer to their, to their issues, to their pain points. And so a great website needs to address those pain points and showcase how a business can solve them. Really good websites need to be fast. They need to be easy to use. They need to be accessible for people who have varying abilities, visually, um, auditorily, everything. Mm. But at the base of it, it needs to address your your customer and and really what they need, what they want. Because we only care about ourselves. So yeah. you yeah. have to nah. show them. <laughs> you do. You have to show people like, why does this matter to me? What do I care? Mm-hmm. What are you doing for me? Yeah. So, you know, you, you say it has to showcase and hit all of those different auditory uh, and visual, you know, needs. Mm-hmm. So when you go to a website, should it like, should a video automatically start yelling at you? Oh, no, never. And and that's only because I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, but when you think about it, so someone who has uh, hearing impairments or they're just like in public and they don't want to listen to the sound, they they say something like 80 percent of people watch videos without the sound. Mm -hmm. So the best thing to do is if you have any narration is to have and offer closed captioning and give people the option to turn on the sound if they want to. But I typically don't recommend blasting it out first thing and even not even autoplaying one and this gets into the weeds of website performance but when a video autoplays on a website it takes a lot of data to make that video play Mm. so when you have a larger video that just starts playing if it's on somebody's phone especially can take longer for that website to load Mm. so you want to make sure that things are loading as quickly as possible and give people options to explore further. I love that. And and how long have you been in business? So I two years as Captain Coder on July 7th. Nice. But I've been building websites for other people since I was 16. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is almost 20 years. So you have always known that this is something that you have had a passion around. Yeah. And it's funny because I started learning to code when I was 13 and it was supposed to be just just a hobby because I was the weird kid who liked homework and I didn't have enough challenging homework. Sorry, Mace High School. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I was in all the honors classes and it was still too easy. So like I just wanted to do something different. And my brother was a developer, so I watched him learn. I was like, hey, that looks really fun. I want to be able to do that, you know? And so watching how the internet has changed since 2000 and what? 2002, when I would have started doing this. It's amazing the changes that we've gone through, but how the best practices and some of those things really haven't changed. Hmm. That's interesting. Don? You went to Maze. I did. Before it split off into like three different schools. Yeah, yeah. The original high school. A lot of growth, but uh, it's okay. You went to Mays. I mean, it's yeah. better in Southeast, <laughs> well, but it's not okay. better than Northwest. So you, you figured no, it out. No, I mean, Mays definitely is better than Northwest. <laughs> oh! Yes, 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 it is. Sim- simply because, I mean, we had a much better marching band. Wow, that's nerdy <laughs> comment right there. <laughs> oh, my. Too funny. Mays. So many folks you got working? Just you? So it's me full-time, and I have a junior developer on my team, and I have a business manager who keeps my brain in check because as much as coding, most people think that's a very logical thing, it's actually very creative, at at least for me. And my brain is a very creative, so I don't really think about all the pieces as well as I should. So she helps keep everything in check and keep things on schedule and um, I jokingly call her my second brain. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So you and your second brain and your other person over there, what kind of culture are y'all trying to create? You know, for me, a lot of it is just about, man, just connection, a, a culture of empowerment. Like one of the, my favorite things, my junior developer just went through a boot camp last year. So she's an older learner. She's career shift for her. She's about 30. And it's been really fun to take someone who just learned this Mm -hmm. and she knew certain things, but she didn't know some of the language she needed. And I said, that's cool. I'm happy to teach. And that's what I love about what I do is I get to teach people things. I get to really empower and grow another female coder, which is cool for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And she almost made me cry a couple weeks ago because I had her build a whole website by herself for the first time. And she, she wrote back, you know, we have a Discord channel that we keep in touch throughout the day as she works on projects. And she messaged me and she's like, thank you so much for letting me do that. She's like, I can't believe six months ago, I didn't know PHP and I can't believe what I just was able to do wow. without asking for any help. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. like um, Allergies. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the cotton's really flying right now. <laughs> that is sweet. That it's, is really awesome though. It's so cool. And even my, even my business manager who, I mean, she works with other web designers. I'm not her only um, web designer that she works with, but getting to talk to her and getting to like, she's really diving into what I do. Cause I do it everything just a little bit differently than the norm. Mm-hmm. And it's just really fun to watch her and things click into place and, you know, just expand, expand that kind of educational view and the always learning mentality. That's just, that's who I am. Excellent. So you've been a entrepreneur for a couple of years, but you've been doing the gig for, 20-ish, I believe you said. 
Yes. I didn't I w- always get paid money for it because I didn't know as a teenager I could ask for money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Understood. So how would you define success oh, as man. an entrepreneur? I was funny. I was listening to a couple of the other podcast episodes and you asked the same question. I sat there and I thought, for me, success would be able to, you know, take a vacation and not not have to worry about what's going on in the business. And I'm not there yet because I'm a control freak. Yeah. Um, Is that possible to even, you know, I don't think is it? Is that something that a business owner or an uh, entrepreneur can just go on vacation, not even think about it? Right. Like my one of my brand new clients and she is like a dream client for me to be working with. She has been talking about how she's taking a sabbatical all month of June. And so I'm working directly with her team, of course, and not her as we roll new things out. And I'm like. I'm interested to hear when she gets back. Like, did you re- were you really able to not think mm-hmm. about it for a month? Like, yeah. I just don't know if that's possible. But that to me would be at least not maybe not worry about it, but know that things are taken care right, of. Right, right. You know, where and I have a great team, but right now I'm still very much in the day to day. So excellent. Eh? Yeah, I you know thank you for sharing your story because it's, it's very interesting to me to see you know. Um, you growing up as a teenager where coding wasn't the norm for young women, right? Mm-hmm. And it still isn't the norm. It isn't. And it's funny. I've had I've had some people say this to me over the years, like, how did you get into that? I was like, nobody told me I could and nobody told me I couldn't. That's mm-hmm. just, that's been my personality. So even as a, as a lone female developer amongst teams of men over the years, that's never bothered me the way that it probably should have. But it definitely has, I've had bosses that were not the nicest about it. And, you know, I had to prove myself a little bit harder. But at the same time, like, it sounded like fun and I just went and did. I love that. You just (laughs) do. So what what other things do you offer? I mean, I know you do websites, but your portfolio is larger than just building websites, right? Yes. Yeah. So I do a lot of content creation, like blogs um, and email marketing for a couple of my clients and moving into more of that. So my goal is to help people get, like I said, the foundational pieces that works for a long time. You know, we focus a lot, I feel, in the marketing world on those really short-term solutions through social media. Mm-hmm. So I teach digital marketing also at Wichita State. Okay. Mm. And um, one of the biggest problems I have with my students, God bless them, is every single week we we work on building a marketing campaign, a digital campaign throughout the <clears> semester. <throat> they have a fake business and, you know, they're supposed to put pieces together to build a whole campaign. And every single week, even if it's not the week that we're talking about social media, they talk about social media. (laughs) Of course. Guys, that is not the only piece of digital marketing. Like, I'm about ready to take that out of this class. Right, right. And not even talk about it, you know. And, you know, people don't realize email marketing has something like a 44 to 65% ROI. Like, or not 40, like 400%. Like, you can make $44 to the dollar on email marketing. Something like that. I'd have to look at that statistic again because it changes, of course. But you can make a ridiculous ROI on email and you only make maybe three to one with social media if you're lucky. Because social media, I mean, think about it. You're you're not in control of the platform. You're not in, you know, you're not in control of who sees what. Hmm. A lot of people that are on TikTok talk a lot about shadow banning. They think the platform's out to get them. Really, it's it's more about whether or not your content's interesting enough for them to show it to more people. But with social media, you're very constrained to what the platform deals view or views as successful. And yeah, if it's successful true. to a small batch, 
then more people can see you. But with email marketing, with your website, you have a lot more control over who gets to see that. Hmm. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. And so when we talk about that a lot in my class, and that's kind of one of the things that I started deciding to move to, like actually practice what I preach two semesters a year, <laughs> you know, and, and focus on that foundational for my clients and, and giving them a really solid place to jump off from. I like that. So websites, blogging, email marketing. Did I miss one? Uh, that's basically it. I mean, here and there, I mean, a lot of development, like custom code requests. And for a handful of my clients, I'm what I would call like a fractional webmaster. So I handle everything to do with their website, where anything with their hosting, anything with, you know, they need changes. So updates and things like yes. that, you would just Security, come out again. All and... that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's that's pretty awesome. So, and where can we find you? I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Just one quick question. Sure. Email marketing, is that like constant contact and stuff like that? Kind of, yeah. So using like an email service provider like Constant Contact, MailChimp, ConvertKit, um, you know, Active Campaigns, another big one, or Infusionsoft, which is now Keep. Although nobody, like, they changed their name like a year and a half, two years ago, and everybody still calls it Infusionsoft. Bless their hearts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, using using services like that to get into people's inboxes. I mean, when you think about somebody who signed up for either a freebie or they've joined your list, it's because they're highly interested. It's a lot different. It's a lot more personal to be in somebody's inbox than to just potentially see them on your Instagram feed. Mm. So it's somebody who's a lot more engaged, is a lot more interested in what you have to say, what you're selling. And they're your warmest set of leads. So you're marketing to them either by nurturing them, you know, through education and things like that, or just direct sales, telling them, hey, we have this new offer. So what if you don't, if you're starting a new business and you don't have a list? So I do that actually with my clients. We create what's called a lead capture. So some kind of freebie, some kind of offer where people can sign up to get it. And all they need to do is provide an email. And so you run that either through ads or, you know, various ways to get that kind of promoted on your website, through social media. And then you're able to get people onto your list and start talking to them. Wow. So it's, it's a process. Sounds but it's, like it. Yeah. But it's definitely one of the best things you can do. And it's one of those things that we, we've, I think we've totally forgotten about because of social media. And that's what your business helps customer, your clients to mm -hmm. do that. Yep. Very cool. I'm sorry. Well, no, yeah, you're I'm fine. Sorry. I was just trying to that. That's interesting. But, you know, I was trying to understand. So who's your the right customer for you? Most of my customers fall into one of two categories. So I work a lot with service providers. So I have, you know, a, a few accountants on my client list, an attorney who actually is online only and people in that kind of realm. So just somebody who provides services for other businesses but the mm -hmm. twist there is that people that want to grow their business online, they don't want to be hamstrung to their local network per se, and really reaching out and getting people from different places. And then I also work with um, a health university of all things as their fractional webmaster and helping them reorganize. And it's the same thing. We're trying to grow their their presence online, mm -hmm. but it's it's a little different because it's education. And then a couple of course creators. So a lot of what I do is online business owners. Some of them have local components and need to kind of grow both the local side 
one of my clients, for instance, Jenny Don Sellers, like the whole point was to mm. get fewer, like still get people in the door, mm-hmm. but have more online sales. Yeah. It was the whole goal when we redesigned her website a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, And it's a phenomenal website. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I love it. JDC. Shout out to Jenny Don. Yeah. Well, friends, we are hearing from Marisa and we're going to come back as soon as we hear a word from our sponsor and learn a little bit more about her story. At Evergy, seeing energy differently starts with thinking differently about its impact and then committing to doing better every day. As we continue to expand our investment in renewable resources, capturing more wind, gathering more sunshine, we're able to generate power that's cleaner and provide it to you more affordably. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Captain Coder. I wish we had some music to go along with that. <laughs> That's the best I, I can do. Would it be? It probably would be copyrighted issues to use the Avengers theme, huh? Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, just a little bit. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> As we started the conversation with you talking about copywriting, yeah, yeah. yeah a, little, a little different, but yeah. Right. Right. Anywho, so, uh, you know, I really love summer and being in Wichita because there's so many awesome things that happen. And we just had something that just happened here at the end of the month of June. It was, uh, what is it? It's an organization you're with, Digital Wichita. Yes, right? yes. So every year we put on Social Media Day, excluding 2020, obviously. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and last year was great because we did, in 2021, we had... Angie Prather comes. She had just joined, of course, United Way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of our featured speaker, which we love, Angie. And she's she's been on the committee off and on over the years. Um, and this year, we're, you know, everything was about personal branding and teaching people how to add that humanity and that personality into their marketing. Mm-hmm. And so we have some awesome speakers that came in from all over the place and then some really cool local people to talk about all of those things that we can do, including including myself, um, talking about person, personal yeah. branding on your website. That's so. what I wanted to hear about you, yeah. right? <laughs> so exactly. you, what was you? What did you talk about? So injecting your brand, your personal brand, into your website. Mm. A lot of people, what they forget, you know, whether they are a one man show or they have fifty employees, people want to connect to the humans behind the brand. Mm. And there's so, it's so often that I hit a website and you can't find a picture of a single person or you have no idea who it is that runs the business. It's like this weird, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to hide this. You know, we don't want to talk about it. And it's not, it shouldn't be. We should be very open with who we're doing business with. So a lot of what I talked about was, you know, not being afraid to use pictures of yourself, pictures of your employees, or just human pictures in general to represent your customer base mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure those are diverse to show that you work with a variety of people. Um, but really 
ensuring that your personality comes across. You know, a business can and should have a personality. We should look human because we're run by humans, right. you know. What and if I, you got a face for radio? Can you use, See, like, can you use a caricature? No. Or a... I was going to say something <laughs> earlier. No, I beat you to uh... it. It's better if I say it than you. If I can get in front of a camera like twice a year, even you can. Mm, uh... Yeah, it's, it's not my favorite well... thing in the world. I, talk... <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who is a photographer and I make her come take my pictures. And it's because she keeps me laughing the whole time. And I mean, that's the best way to do it. Finding a photographer that you know and like Mm -hmm. and somebody that you have a good rapport with and can make you laugh and just enjoy the day. Just, you know, in Wichita, don't do it in July after 8 a.m. Because you'll melt. But (laughs) it's a little warm out. It's a little little warm. Made that mistake one year and I just looked drenched in every Uh, picture. You look fabulous today. Oh, well, thank you. So uh, for Digital Wichita, was this a group that you helped form or are you a part of this every year or? I have been a part of Wichita now since 2018. Um, Joined in May. I kind of got voluntold that I would be on the committee. The best way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have some friends (laughs) friends on the committee who basically were like, yes, we need website help. And they brought, they brought me in. And it's a local group of other digital marketing professionals. One of our members works at StreamYard, which is a large um, online streaming service, one of the number one streaming services. You can stream into YouTube, Facebook, that kind of thing. Hmm. Another of our members is over at Gretemann Group. Mm-hmm. We have Shannon Boone, who runs and is on like every single board in town. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> she is. <laughs> she really is. I'm like, when do you sleep? But she doesn't. She just drinks a lot of coffee. <laughs> you don't need to sleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we have some social media examiner employees on our staff. Like we have some really cool people on the board, a couple people from the city of Wichita, okay. you know, and it's been really nice because it's not just agency people that got together, but it's people that love what the digital media can do for the world and mm-hmm. showcasing the positives to social media and the positives to the internet and not the things that we tend to hear about, which are not the positives. No, yep, I get that. I get that totally. So question for you before I turn it over to Don as we wrap up. Um, why Wichita? Why did you decide to stay in Wichita? Well, I didn't actually. So... <laughs> I so I wasn't born here, but I've been here since I was 18 months old. My dad's from Wichita, uh-huh. and I graduated high school and could not wait to get the hell out of the state. Yeah, heck, out of the state. <laughs> it's okay. And um, so I did college out of state, and then I moved to Scotland and did my master's degree. Mm-hmm. Wow! And I lived in the UK for about four years, and when it was time to decide, okay, it was literally like, do I renew my visa here or do I? go back, you know, it's gives somebody a lot of money for immigration issues. And so I decided to come back because my family's here and Mm -hmm. I had friends here. And when I moved back in about 2014, I was amazed that the city that I remembered was not the city that I came back to. And I've had the opportunity, of course, to move again. And I, I can't even imagine it because we are growing at such a really cool rate, mm-hmm. getting to be involved in some of the local. I mean, I'm not as I'm an introvert. I'm not as out and about as I could be, you know, but being able to get involved in some of the things that are going on and just seeing the growth and seeing the cool stuff happen downtown and and everything that's changing. I mean, when I was in high school, it felt like the only thing to do was to go try to get kicked out of Walmart. 
Mm-mm. You oh, know, my. like, uh, she I won't ask in. any questions. That was, that's that maze coming through. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly. okay. That's the, that's the bored Northwest sidekids, oh, right? Like, there just didn't feel like there was anything to do. And now it's like, there's too Get much to do. There's a lot. There's a lot. We were we were a wild bunch of kids. Oh me me and like six teenage guys. Like that was my friend group. Oh my god. <laughs> well, let me know. Uh, <laughs> Switchy switch subjects. <laughs> what can Wichita help you do with your business? How can we help you grow? Oh man, that's a great question. Honestly, I think the big thing to do is, and Jordan of Bonfire Strategy I was listening to her episode. Is same mm. same thing. Send me a message. I'd love to hear from other people in town what they're struggling with, you know, what, what seems overwhelming, what they don't understand. Because for me, it's all about the education. Mm -hmm. I, to a fault and to the pain of my bank account, I will spend more time (laughs) talking to people about what they should and can do than I will billing them, which I probably shouldn't say that on a recording for everyone to hear. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) But, you know, I'd love for people to reach out and I'd love to chat to more people and get to know, you know, I love one-on-one discussion. Big groups scare me, but, mm. you know, one-on-one and getting to know people that are doing cool things in town, like mm-hmm. that's, that's what's fun for me. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Don. Excellent. Hey, we're, as you can see, we've dealt with Ebony long enough. Hey. <laughs> it's time for some fun <laughs> this time best up, part in, of her day. up in this piece. <laughs> Here we go. Got some word association. I'm going to give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, as much as I can be. <laughs> she, she got a disclaimer on just about everything. That mm-hmm. is correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I have a really good attorney. <laughs> uh, nice. Leader. Ooh, um, strong. Success. Difficult. College. Waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Scotland, right? Yeah, I, did, I got my degrees in English and Scottish Lit, and I use those every day. Well, you do I use don't. your English one. <laughs> that you is true. Say, yes. That is true. I do I do use writing all of the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Failure. Lessons. Entrepreneur. Crazy. Hero. Captain America. Sorry, I can't. I <laughs> uh, had to do it. Vacation. What are those? Oh. <laughs> Wichita. Home. Chamber. Wichita Chamber. <laughs> I gotta say Wichita Chamber. Um, just a really supportive community. Family. Probably the most important thing. Fun. Learning. Last but not least, and you gotta tell the truth. Beverage. Diet Dr. Pepper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll go with that. We can't get no drinking. <laughs> nobody nobody admitting okay. they they tip. That's okay. <laughs> well, Marisa, it has been fun. Thank you for being with us Thank today. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. That's cool. Friends, we've come to the end of our segment. Make certain that you please like us and share us and leave us a message to let us know who you want to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. 
For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.